Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's good? It is I Am Hair Physician. You already know the vibes. You are now listening to me now on Revolt TV. The Progress Report. What's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is the episode of Skipping Class presented by The Progress Report. Just wanted to say that my co-hosts apologize that they could not be here today, but we are super excited to have you on our platform. Period. So welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. So you just did an amazing introduction off air, but I would love for you to do another introduction. Let us know who you are. What all do you do? Um, I am hair physician. I was born in Miami, Florida, but I am a native of Jacksonville, Florida. I am a beauty influencer, celebrity hairstylist, comedian, all it. Okay, period. All right, well tell us how you got your name. Um, actually, I got my name from this white man. I, when I first started doing hair, my name was Stitch by Mitch. And um, I did hair in Tallahassee and I did these two twins and their dad was like, uh, their, their dad was on the phone with his wife and he was like, oh, answer the phone, answer the phone. You have to see the twins hair. He's a hair physician. And when he said it, I was like, I like that, so I went, Googled it. Nobody was the hair physician. I looked it up on Instagram. Nobody was hair physician, so I overnight changed everything. Crazy. And it's been up since. Okay, and speaking of getting in hair, I thought your story was so interesting because you originally wasn't even thinking about doing hair. No. Nope. So tell us, how did you get to the point where you became the hair physician and didn't even care to do hair first? Um. Okay, so I went to cosmetology school. Um, well, it wasn't really cosmetology school. When I was in school over there, I had like a trade school and I went there for fire and rescue. Um, my 11th grade year, they stopped the fire and rescue program or whatever. So my mom was like, oh, it's your senior year. You can't go to another school. You got to pick something and that's where you're going to go. So I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, I'm just going to do barbering. Barbering is easy. It ain't much work I got to do or whatever. So I started doing barbering and then I actually didn't really care for it. When I got in college, I was just focused on the bag. So I went to school. I went to school for pharmacy. And when I got to school or whatever, I was like, damn, like, 
I'm broke. Like mm -hmm. I got, I barely got enough money to like have fun or whatever. So I started cutting hair. Um, I was cutting hair for a little bit and I was just like, this ain't enough money for me. And I um, met a girl, she actually became my best friend. And I loved her because she was making so much money off of doing hair. So I was sitting one day and I was like, bitch, I'm finna start doing hair. Mm. So I went around uh, the campus lying, telling everybody I knew how to do hair or whatever. I was practicing on my roommate, only doing quick weeds, but I didn't know how to braid. So if you can't, if you can't braid your hair, I can't do your hair. Damn. So I started um, started like that and I actually started getting good and my, I have a big personality so being on campus or whatever starting off in the college is super dope because it's like so much clientele is on campus. So I just started fucking around lying telling people I know how to do that. Yes girl I could do this I could do this and I only was charging like $30, $40 so if I fuck up your hair I'm like girl. It's only $30. That's like, lit. <laughs> but I um, actually got better and better and better. And once I figured out, like, this is my passion, I actually like what I do. Um, I like to make fe females feel beautiful. Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, I like this. So I ended up uh, going to school online and going to cosmetology school in person. Went not cosmetology school out. And I'm, like, sitting like, bitch. I gotta go to school for this amount of years to be a pharmacist. I can go to school and do this, this amount of time, get on Instagram, pop my shit, and I can make that same amount of money. Bitch, I'm finna do hell. Period. And it's easy, I could be my own boss. Okay. And I can still smoke weed. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the shot in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us. Well, hey, it's lit. <laughs> But I love your enthusiasm and I love how passionate you are for what you do. Like that definitely excites me. And Thank I see you. that just from the work that you do on your IG. And we're right. gonna talk about the courses and everything too. Mm -hmm. So at what point did you realize you was really good at doing hair? Because we got people that know how to do hair and we got people that know how to do hair. Um, when I figured out that I was good at doing hair is when um, I used to like promote for a team in Tallahassee. It's called No Crowd Control. They throw like all the biggest parties in Tallahassee. and. Um, once I started seeing him like fucking with me and like calling like, hey, we got this celebrity coming in town. We got this person coming. We got this person coming. I'm like, oh, bitch, y'all calling me to do these people. So I must be team. Um, it didn't hit me that I was actually good at doing hair till like 2018. Once I started doing classes and started seeing like I'm actually teaching people and they're retaining the knowledge. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, mm. bitch, I'm wrong. Because it's one dope. thing to know how to do it, but to teach somebody how to do it and they do it just like you. That's when you know, like, yeah, bitch, I'm team. That's hard. So talk about that though, getting to the point of doing online courses because you know, I think something like that is super dope. Like just, mm -hmm. you know, making money in different ways. Like, you know, once you do a, a course, it's gonna live on forever. I um, started off with doing like one-on-one -on -one hands-on courses. And then after, you know, when COVID came, I moved to Atlanta like three days before the shutdown. Mm. So when I came here, I just, my plan was to come here, pop my shit, and that was gonna be that. But the shutdown kind of dampered my plan. So I'm like, I still need to make money. Like bills still do. I still gotta figure out how I'm gonna make money. So um, I was talking to another uh, hairstylist or whatever, and he was like, well, why you wanna do online classes? 
And I'm like, I don't really know about doing online classes because it's like, how can I get them to retain the information if I'm not there? Mm. So he was like, just do one, do like a small course and then see how it work out and then go from there. So I did, I did one course or whatever with like 15 students. And um, right after the course, they emailing me like, oh, I'm ready to do hair, I'm ready to do hair, I'm finna practice on my sister, I'm finna practice on my cousin. And within that week, I got so many good reviews and I was like, okay, well, bitch, I'm finna keep doing it. Like, okay, this, this tea. Um, I like teaching a little bit more than actually doing hair because it's like once I teach you and I see like you really out here making money, that's like you my child. And it's like it's really good to see somebody go from not making nothing to making a lot of money and they can say, oh, yeah, you know, he helped me. One thing about it, if you don't put somebody on some money, they ain't going to never forget you. So, like, the feeling of me being able to bless somebody else with the stuff I was blessed with was cool because when I started taking classes, I spent thousands of dollars on classes and wasn't mm. really getting the correct information. So I was like, okay, let me give these people the real game because these stylists out here taking these people money and ain't even teaching them what they need to know. That's real. Um, let's talk about just when it comes to business, like how do you figure out pricing? Because you know, it's so many social media debates like, damn, they charge too much, you know, but I'm big that. on, I'm real big on get your change. Um, I'm one of those people, like, I don't care what my neighbor doing mm. to the left of me, what my neighbor doing to the right of me, I'm going to worry about me. I know the lifestyle I live. I know the lifestyle I want to live. I know what I do. I know yeah. the accolades that I'm building. I know the people that I work with, the people that I'm associated with, the clout that I get on Instagram. All of that stuff plays a part in your price. And actually, I'm good at what I do. I pay for, you pay for my time. You pay for my skills. So, um, when it came to pricing, of course, like I told you, I started off at $30. Right. Um... <laughs> I'm not nowhere near $30 now. $30 I'm sure. not gonna even, that ain't even a deposit no more. Um, but once I started getting better and I started building my clientele, I'm like, okay, well, I'm at $175. In Tallahassee, my cap, I was the highest, you know, the highest stylist in Tallahassee. I'm like, okay, well, it's time for me to move because I know they're not gonna pay no more than $200. I came to Atlanta and I pretty much, I pay attention to my grid, my demographic, where I'm gonna be at. So mm. when I first started doing hair, I was in Bankhead. I had to be realistic. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you do celebrities, but you in Bankhead. Like, it's how much you can you charge in Bankhead? So I, you know, got to like the 225 range, and I was like, okay, this gonna be like my cutoff point here. When I moved to Buckhead, I'm in a different tax bracket. Like, I'm literally a minute away from Lennox. So I said, okay, like my demographic has changed. I have, you know, built the accolade where I can go up a little bit more. So I really pay attention to the people in my demographic, go on their booking site, see what like that range is in that group. And then I stay within that range so I can still make what I want to make, but I'm actually being realistic. I don't even think my prices is high. I just feel like if you can't afford it, like you're not that girl. I understand that. Um, and I feel like, you know, when it comes to hair, the girl's going to pay for what the they girl's want. The girl's going to pay for what they that's want. Facts. And that's something, like, I've learned about, you know, doing hair is, like, men is cheap as fuck. Like, you know, girl, like, a no nigga pay. try to, a nigga be, man, your, your, your hair cuts $50. A girl will be like, oh, $375? Oh, that ain't bad. Girl, yeah. you could call six niggas and get your hair done. That's facts. <laughs> that's facts. So, I, I respect that. Now, I do want you to name drop. Seriously. Some of those, uh, you know, celebrity clients. They could be um, past clients, current clients. All okay. Um... Saucy Santana. Love Saucy. Yeah, that's my best friend as well, too. Um, Saucy When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. 
Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Fantana, Jesse Wu, DeAndre Sanders, Chinese Kitty, um, Enchanting, uh, Mazani. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Asian Doll. Um, and I'm actually the active stylist for uh, Iggy Azalea right now. And she's like my my main person right now that I'm working with. She got me in and out the city, in and out the state. She actually turned me into an international hairstylist. So that's like, I'm actually on break right now from being on tour with her. So like Iggy is like, that's my main concern right now. Fire, that's so dope. And if man. I forgot your name, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But now that's dope. That's super dope. And you know, I definitely wanted to ask you about Saucy Santana. We mm. are, you know, super fans of Saucy. That's love. Um, you know, I, I just think it's really, it's the music, it's the energy for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I want to know what's your thoughts on how to... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hip-hop community and the mainstream community are embracing him musically. Um, it's still kind of unbelievable. Yeah. Um, being that I remember when Santana first started rapping and he just like me, he just wanted to get some money. I don't, I don't think that I even was ready for what the world was about to do to him. And sometimes I feel like he don't even be believing what the world is doing for him. So to see the hip hop culture embracing something so different, um, I respect that, but it's, it's genuine. It's authentic, it's not a game, it's not a gag, it's not a gimmick. So to see him like thriving in what he doing and like really like opening doors and breaking down those doors for people like us, that shit like, that's, that's dope. And to be able to be a part of the experience is even doper. Absolutely, man. I love to see it. Now, um, I'm just assuming that everybody watches P Valley. Do you? Yes. Okay. So, what's your thoughts on, you know, Uncle Clifford, little murder situation, and how, you know, that's in the mainstream? Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't watch it. So, you know, what's your I thoughts mean, on that? that's real life, though. It is. Like, it's real life. And watching, I actually love P Valley. Um, watching P Valley is really like funny to me because mm -hmm. for a long time, like. I don't know if you like did your research research, but I wear wigs. I, I keep right. my, you know, my facial hair. That's like, it's no, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. So to see it on TV, I'm really like, bitch, Dana made a character out of my motherfucking friend and my lifestyle. Like, it's really funny, but to be able to see the way that things unfold, like shit like that be real. Like DLs mm -hmm. really be out here falling in love with us and really be ready to risk it all. So like to be able to see something so vivid on TV, like that shit dope for real. Absolutely. Nah, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely hip to the And concert. I love Lamar the real bit. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think he's about to get an award too. And I'm happy yes, for him. Yes, I just, so. I just seen that yesterday. Absolutely. So I think it's dope. I think, you know, um, we had a guest on here earlier. We was kind of talking about that. I think it's, it's good for dialogue and conversation amongst, you know, all communities. Right. Um, just because, like you said, it's something that's been going on. It's been going on for a long time. That's facts. I don't like DL boys, though. I feel you. Yeah. That's like it. when you first get gay, it'd be like, it'd be cool. It'd be like a little, oh, my God, I'm fucking with this girl, baby daddy. And then, like, after a year or two, it's like, girl. Yeah. Boy, boo, move.
Understood. Yeah, you're not gonna cuss me out and I can't come swing your corner, bitch, and bust everybody's windows out. I'm not with that. Okay. So, talk about just you and your sexuality. At what point did you come out? Um, believe it or not, I came out on some shit like this. Like, my dad and my mom um, are super um, supportive now. Okay. But I was always very open to the public before I was open to my parents. Mm. And I was doing a podcast, um, my very first podcast that I ever did, it was called Living In Your Truth. Mm. And my auntie's so fucking messy. <laughs> she, this is who was on this necklace right now, as a matter of Got fact, uh, God rest her soul. Okay. But she's, my mom is not an internet girl. Like my mom don't get on the internet. My dad is, I have a young dad and a kind of older mom. So mm. like my dad be on the internet, but I know how to like block him out of certain shit and remove him from certain posts where he don't see it. And I was doing um, a podcast talking about living in my truth and I was like on there telling like my story or whatever. And when I got done with the podcast, my mom called my phone and was like, for real? And I'm like, girl, for real, what? And she was like, I just listened to the whole podcast. You're Damn. gay? And I was like, girl, yes, I'm gay. But I had, I told my dad up front, like to his face, because like, I just wanted to like, for it to be a respect thing. Like females get over stuff quickly. Like dudes don't really get over shit. Like I still don't talk to my brother and it's been four, five years. So it's just like, you know, really? yeah. Like y'all, y'all know how y'all be. Yeah, niggas be weird. Like y'all just mm. be, y'all down be wanting to hear it. It be family. Like they man down want to, down want to hear that. And especially with the role that I took with being gay, like the girl, such so they say, so it's just like, they be like, man, I don't want nobody fucking on my little brother. And I'm just like, well, mm. wow. they is. But, you know, it's my sexuality. My family is, like, super comfortable with who I am. Um, and I'm very comfortable with who I am. I still have, like, a lot of my friends because, like, with me, I'm gay. You get what I'm saying? And I don't feel like I'm supposed to walk in the room and say, hey, I'm gay, everybody, because this is, it's a lifestyle. Like, I don't really, you know, too much care about the stigma that come along with it. Like, okay, like, this is my lifestyle. Moving on. What's next? Period. Do you feel like um, gay people are over-sexualized? Yes. I agree. Yes, and that's one thing um, about P Valley that I um, I actually tweeted about that recently. Mm. Um, that it ain't even with just P Valley. It's right. like with majority. Uh, what was the show with Ghost and all them? With the boy was gay and all that right. power. Yeah. yeah, like every time it's like homosexuality is very like over sexualized but when it comes to black homosexuality it's like super over sexualized like yo just because we black and gay that don't mean like we just fuck 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 like no like that's not that's not what it is and on tv they kind of portray it to be that way because it's very seldom that when it's gays on tv they not doing some gay shit right you get what i'm saying like it's always just like Dickity, 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 hot and horny, hot and ready, hot and ready, little Caesar pizza, little Caesar pizza. And it's like, that's not really what it gives. And sometimes it kind of makes it hard for, you know, like regular people. Like, okay, I'm just gay. Just because I walk in the room, like, down mean I want him, down mean I want him, down mean I want, like, I'm chilling. But they just make everything so over sexualized. And I feel like that's how sometimes it kind of, fucks up the line between, you know, the heterosexual men and the homosexual men because they see the stigma like, oh, he gay, he wanna fuck the whole crew. No. If a bitch don't wanna fuck you nine, ten times out of ten, I don't wanna fuck you either. Spice. You ain't gotta worry about it. I walk in the room most of the time when I know it's like, and it ain't, that's just me who I am. Like, I'm from Florida. I come out very aggressive, but I'm going to demand my respect. At the end of the day, I'm a nigga. I don't give a fuck about no heels, none of that. I'm going to get my respect. So nine times out of ten, you know, I'm going to speak regularly and there be that on that but I ain't, I ain't too much pressed up on a nigga like speaking to me I ain't too much pressed up on a nigga even noticing me like I don't give a fuck about that I know what I give period it is what it is 
What's one thing that you do want people to take away from you and just, you know, the things that you've accomplished so far? That I worked, to, worked hard to get where I'm at. Um, it's not a gag, it's not a gimmick. This shit didn't happen overnight on the internet. And from the timeline, it may seem like it happened overnight, but I put in a whole lot of fucking work. I done put, took a lot of L's mm. to get at least one W. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, for people to feel like, oh, it happened overnight for me, like that's bullshit, it didn't happen overnight, and it's still happening. You get what I'm saying? Like this ain't even a peak of what God got for me. It's, it moved fast, but I ain't even, I'm just not getting started. I just put my feet on the gas. Period. Um, I want you to discuss your uh, slogan, book a look, bitch. Um, book a look, bitch. Um, I'm from Florida, so like, bitch is our favorite word. Yeah. And um, it actually was something that was like very um, controversial at a time because it's like, some females just be weird. Like, I ain't calling you no bitch. I'm just, you know, like, that's just my, that's how I talk. Right. So, I um, I started book a look, bitch in like 2017 and it, and it didn't start trending until I got on TikTok. I did not want to get on TikTok. I had to master Twitter and I got Twitter down packed. Then my manager, I'm like, you got to get on Instagram more. So I'm like, okay, I mastered Instagram. So last year he's like, TikTok, TikTok, yep. TikTok, TikTok. I'm like, I'm not getting on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Santana in my ear like, Mitch, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. I'm like, I'm not getting on TikTok. So I got on TikTok with my video or whatever. And um, before I started moving to uh, Buckhead, I was in Bankhead. And what I do is my client will be standing and I jump into the camera. And I say something, you know, to hype her up or whatever. And at the end, I say, book a look, bitch. And I just walk off. And it just became something that was catchy. Mm -hmm. I started seeing certain celebrities DM me like, book a look, bitch, period. Oh, I want to book a look, bitch. I want to book a look, bitch. That's hard. And it got to the point where people stopped calling me hair position and started calling me book a look, bitch. Like, I'd be in a club and they'd be like, oh my God, you book a look, bitch. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I am book a look, bitch. So I'm like, that's okay, what up. the fuck? So like, my sister is one of my biggest supporters and mm. she's one of those mm. people like, she's a money girl. She put everything in currency. So she just like, bitch, you need to trademark that before a bitch take your shit. So I'm like, girl, ain't nobody gonna take talk. my, ain't nobody gonna take my shit. And I got online one day and um, a girl TikTok was going viral. And at the end of the TikTok, she said, book a look. So I'm like, but my followers and my fans fuck with me so much, everybody in the comments like, you not Mitch, you not hair physician, so tell the best friend made that, this and that, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, so I'm like, all right, it's time for me to like trademark my shit. So once I trademarked it, it just became super fucking big and it was just like on some funny shit. When I say book a look, it's like the look of hair. Right. But you know, I'm a beauty person, so it don't just mean hair. Like, bitch, I might wake up tomorrow, I wanna do makeup, whole book a look. Oh, I might want to be a stylist. Whole book a look. Like, it comes in so many different ways. And then the bitch just throw that Florida in there like, bitch, okay. book a look, bitch, like I mean it. So, and, you know, it's, it's dope. That's cool. Um, so, you know, the name of our platform is called The Progress Support. Yes, I watch y'all a lot, by the way. Oh, that's hard. Yes, I love, I love to hear that. So, you know, we talk about progress getting better. I know the next time that you come here, you're probably going to be in a whole nother tour, all types of stuff. Yes. So, you know, how do you feel that you progressed lately as of right now? Um, I feel real good about my progression um, because, like, I hit a point where my career was, like, at its peak. Mm. And um, I hit a little backlash. And what a lot of people don't know about backlash and controversy and, you know, being on the Internet, you have to be very mindful when you're an influencer or when you have a following. You have to be very mindful of what you do, what you say and what you post. Um, I, did, I never really took that, you know, into any type of way. Like, I ain't never really give a fuck. I just get up, post my shit and let it be. But once I noticed that I actually was 
an impact on my community and an impact in this industry, mm. I really changed up the way that I did things because it was like one mistake that could have costed me everything that I worked so hard for. So to be able to build back from being on a shade room and being on, you know, the blogs in a negative way, to be able to build back from that is super, super dope. So my progress now, like, I just thank God because mm. a lot of people don't get a second chance and I can't fuck this chance up. Mm. That's real talk. Hell yeah. So we know that you got this tour mm -hmm. um, that you in between on right now, but what else you got coming up next? Um, what I have coming up next, I'm about to drop another product. My first product is called The Prescription. It's my lace glue. Um, I told you I wanted to go to school for pharmacy. I'm like obsessed with, I ain't like no, no, no uh, pill head or nothing, but I just love medicine. I got you. I, Grey's Anatomy <laughs> is my favorite show. I just like, you know, my family is full of doctors, you know, pharmacists, lawyers, that type of shit. So I, um, I don't know, I just love medicine. So I started a line and it's called The Prescription and that's the product line I did, Lace Glue, and I'm about to actually drop my second product now. Um, I've been working on that, I'm super excited about that. I have classes coming up nice. um, when I get back off tour and I just, I'm super excited about like a lot of stuff that I have going on. I just got another suite about to like turn that into my hair clinic and it's just like, I'm just excited about all my shit that I got coming up. Absolutely. Well, again, I love your passion. You thank know, you. passion and people definitely drive me. So, you know, thank I you for your time. That. Thank you so much. Um, tell Saucy we need to bring his ass up here too. So Period. we're going to put it together. But thank you again for real. Thank you so much, my baby. The Progress Report. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.